my friends welcome back to the podcast this is life beneath the shallows a place where we discuss the deeper things in life the things that we all are curious about today's topic is going to be social media and the things that come along with being a user of social media if this is your first time listening to this podcast welcome i'm so glad you clicked on this episode and if you would like to listen to previous episodes you can do so now and you can also go check us out on instagram at life beneath the shallows for content and more podcast updates let's get right into this week's episode i hope you guys had an amazing new year's i hope that it was everything you wanted and more but realistically if it wasn't that's okay because you know what it was just another friday night And each day is a new chance to set our intentions for this year and to start over and start fresh. So if you put that pressure on yourself like I did, just kind of take a deep breath and just remember that you can always start now. So if you didn't get a chance to set intentions or goals or you didn't really get a chance to sit with yourself and reflect, now is the perfect time. Maybe even pause this episode and just take five to ten minutes of meditation to really check in with yourself and see what you're wanting to create for the new year. Personally, I have had a weird start to the new year. I definitely did some intention setting. However, I didn't really start the new year the way that I expected to. And that's just another reminder that life does not go as planned and we can't expect everything to go the way we want it all the time. Who would have thought? (laughs) But um, I got the chance to do some reflecting in the last couple days and create some space for new opportunities and kind of just figuring out what I want to do next. The new year has just been off to a weird start. I feel like the universe has been giving me these experiences, almost like a test to see how I've grown and how I'm going to handle it this time because a lot of old patterns, old um, negative habits have been coming up for me in the new year. And so I'm like having this chance, this opportunity to kind of look at those and be like, Am I going to choose to deal with this how I've always dealt with this? Or am I going to choose to take a step back, observe, and respond instead of react to the things that have been happening in my life lately? At least just having that awareness has been able to give me somewhat of a peaceful mindset. However, if I'm going to be really honest, yeah, I've been starting this year in a kind of an off way. But we're going to just keep on with our routines, keep on with our goals and I know that everything is happening in perfect divine timing so I'm learning to trust that that's definitely a big goal of mine this year is just having more trust and more faith that in the long haul everything is going to start to make sense but anyways this week's episode is about social media and addiction to social media and the reason that I picked this topic is because I myself struggle with using my phone a lot as I'm sure many of you have this issue as well and if you don't then I'm honestly envious of you because I have a very hard time separating my virtual reality from my actual reality. It's gotten to the point where it's harmful. It's harmful to my mental health. I've known this for a while, almost like years, but I just have never developed like a really good way to have boundaries around it. And I don't know if any of you guys can relate to this, but I've taken 
tolerance breaks for social media where I just kind of like took a week to detox and be grounded. But then when I get back on, it's like nothing ever changed. Like I feel better for a couple days, maybe even a week. I'm right back into that cycle of comparing my life to other people online, to influencers. And I'm right back in that kind of depressive cycle of not feeling good enough, not feeling like my life is enough and just really not focusing on gratitude. I'm more focused on what's online and it's almost embarrassing to admit, you know, that I struggle with this because I don't admire it. It's not like a likable quality I have about myself. However, I feel like with the way technology is advancing, we're not going to be able to live in a world where it's not around. And so we have to learn to adapt. We have to learn how are we going to set boundaries, healthy boundaries, and how are we going to solve this problem of social media addiction because it is real. When I was a teenager, my mom would always say that, oh, you know, people are going to get addicted to their phones and yada yada. And I never listened because I just thought that wasn't true. But as I've gotten older, I've actually done a couple research projects on social media addiction and it, it is real. You know, there's statistics about how being on an app or using a platform on social media releases dopamine in the brain, you know, and it releases chemicals and hormones in the brain that cause addiction and lead to having a hard time not using your phone or social media. The main thing for me personally on why I want to have more boundaries around use of social media is I don't feel like I'm able to authentically and realistically look at my life and feel a sense of where I'm at because I'm constantly comparing myself to other people's timelines. This is something I've been aware of, but I didn't really know how to fix and I wasn't really ready to look at it fully because I didn't, yeah, I didn't know how to solve this problem of mine without fully deleting all my apps and and not going on my phone because even when I've set like screen time limits I always just click ignore it that just shows you the self-control like the discipline is not there around technology use and not to get negative here because I do use social media for positive things I'm not on there looking at negative content all the time. I usually listen to podcasts or I'm working on conscious media more. However, even though it's conscious and it's positive media, it's still addictive to the brain and it's still giving me that uh, release of dopamine. And I would like to get better this year at using my phone less and using social media less for pleasure and more for a goal or a designated use. So I found some statistics that I wanted to share about social media addiction. Studies show that more than 210 million people worldwide suffer from addiction to social media and the internet. Symptoms of depression are twice as likely to appear in teens who spend more than five hours a day on their smartphones. That's an interesting one, right? Because I bet you if you went to look at your screen time right now, it would be around five to eight hours. And When I actually went on my screen time for the first time when they released that feature on iPhones, I was baffled. It was like something like 12 hours. It was embarrassing. I was like, how am I spending this much time on my phone? And so that's another thing that kind of can be a bit concerning around phone usage is we don't realize how much time of the day we are losing to our phones. Another statistic says not being on social media causes fear of missing out in 34% of young adults. So by not using it or people that might have deleted the apps, they feel like they don't know what they're 
friends are doing or what's going on in their families' lives. And, and I definitely have experienced that when I was off social media. And it's uncomfortable because it's this thing that's in all of our lives and we have to learn how are we going to cope with this because it's not going away. How are we going to have healthy boundaries, teach our children how to have healthy boundaries? Because if we don't, we might be subject to this uh, dependency on the internet and dependency on our smartphones and social media. Another statistic says that 50% of drivers check their social media while driving. So that's another concern. I mean, I'm sure you've seen people or you are somebody that uses their phone while they drive. You know, I'll admit I use it for music or I'll, I'll check a text at a red light, but it becomes really dangerous, you know, that we're so addicted that we can't even be off while we're driving. And then the last one I wanted to share was 74% of all Americans log in to check their Facebook on a daily basis, meaning that 74% of all American citizens are logging on every day to check their updates and see what's going on in the world. Now, this isn't that shocking, maybe, because we all know like we're on our phones every morning, but it kind of is an unsettling fact to me personally because I don't want to live my whole life in a virtual reality. Another extension of this, like a discussion, could be talking about the metaverse and what that's going to look like. But as much as I think it's so amazing and cool that we've been able to create this technology and there are so many benefits to using it, I also do think we should at least have the discussion about what it's doing to our mental health and how it can be addictive because uh, I don't think it was really acknowledged when it first came out how addicting social media could be. And another thing to talk about is like it wasn't Instagram and Snapchat and TikTok, like they're not how social media used to be. There's so much change in the way that the app works and the way that the algorithms know how to pick exactly what you're looking for or cater to your specific needs. And that leads me into my segue on the fact that it's designed to keep you in. I mean, you might have already heard this, but social media is designed by very smart individuals to keep you logged in. For an example, TikTok will give you notifications to be like, somebody liked your post, somebody sent you a message. Oh, here's a video we might that you might like. You know, there's tons of these notifications that are designed to keep you checking the app because the more you use the app, the more money they make. And I'm not saying they're evil corporations. I'm not necessarily going that far, but in order for them to make money, you have to be on the app, right? It's good to have an awareness when you're using social media that that is a factor because if you're not, I feel like you're almost a victim to that addiction without being aware of it. I know for me, just knowing that at least it doesn't fix anything, but it does get me to think about it more when I'm on my phone, which is the first step, I think. The first instance in which I think I saw this happening for myself was Snapchat. Snapchat has the snap streaks, I believe, and when I was in middle school and I would use Snapchat all the time, every day, videoing and recording my life, which is also really cool that we have those moments recorded. However, like how much of my, you know, late teenhood did I spend on my phone and not present with the people I was around? But anyways, so there were snap streaks and snap streaks were designed to keep you snapping people on your list, right? Your friends. So if you missed a day, you would lose like this 640 day snap streak. 
And can you imagine the kind of anxiety that puts in people and young adults? Like, it was a terrible tactic, but it worked. It was actually a very smart tactic to keep people logged on. And I think that's the first instant in which I realized this is very addictive. Like they really do want us to stay on Snapchat all the time. If I was ever grounded or my phone was taken away, I would have like panics because I realized, oh, I'm not gonna be able to keep my snap streak with this person. And listening to myself say that is, I'm embarrassed, you know, to be quite frank. I'm embarrassed that that was even a thing in my life. However, that is true. And I think it's true for a lot of people that use these apps because that's what it was designed for. And there's no need to feel embarrassed about it because that's specifically what they wanted from you to feel. Not to mention there's this aspect I wanted to talk about that's like instant gratification, right? When you go on Google, you can get millions of search results in a second. Uh, When you go on Instagram, not only can you see your friends post now, but they give you suggested posts and they suggest things based on the algorithm that they've been collecting from your personal information. And so you're just getting this instant gratification, this instant dopamine hit, specifically with young women. And I'm sure young men feel this way too, but specifically from my friend group, I've noticed we've all struggled with the same feeling of if we didn't get a lot of likes on that photo, if we didn't post it at the right time or didn't get a lot of likes in middle school, we would delete it. And that's like the moment when you realize we weren't posting for ourselves. We were posting for the people around us. We were posting to get this outward validation. If you really get deeper into this, you realize this is not going to be good for future generations mental health. I mean, we're already struggling with it. So many people I know struggle with this and they've deleted Instagram because of it, because they don't feel good about themselves when they don't get a certain amount of likes, or they don't feel good about themselves. If people didn't comment on that photo right away, you're thinking, oh, I liked this photo. I thought I looked so good, but because somebody didn't comment on it, now I'm not validated. Now my feelings aren't valid about this post or whatever. And it makes it really sad because we should be If you're really working on your self-development and your self-love, you will realize at some point that outwards validation doesn't mean shit. It doesn't help long-term. It's very rewarding short-term to be validated by somebody, but then in the long-term, you can still have bad self-esteem. You can still have poor self-worth because you're not actually trusting and relying on your self-love and the way you view yourself. The reason I wanted to talk about this is because I'm sure many of you have experienced this and I think it's just something, I think it's something that we should talk about more because if we don't create healthy boundaries around it, it's only gonna get worse, you know? And that's like anything in this world. We have to be aware of the non-intended consequences that the internet and social media has had on people's mental health, specifically young people. It's not just social media addiction, People are addicted to playing video games. There's addiction to Netflix and music apps and anything that's designed to keep you on the app is gonna be at a high risk for having you get addicted to it. Maybe your drug of choice to say isn't Instagram. Maybe it's YouTube or maybe it's Call of Duty or maybe it's Spotify. And at the end of the day, I'm not suggesting at all that we just stop using technology altogether. I think that isn't going to be a sustainable way to be a part of the world. However, what if we created these boundaries for ourselves and stopped using these apps to the degree that we are? I think it would show the world that we need some balance, you know, that we can't fully live in this matrix of this virtual reality, you know, and that's kind of where we're headed. And 
I don't know about you, but it scares me a little. It makes me a little afraid because I don't want to live fully online. I want to live in this planet. I want to take care of this planet that we're on and I want to enjoy my life in this body, not in my head. I don't want to live in my head all the time. And to me, when I think of virtual reality or when I've like played around with it, it's really cool. I think it's really amazing. However, it gets me so out of my body and I don't like it. I don't think it's a sustainable way to live all the time because we're humans. We're meant to ground our feet in the earth. We're meant to be aware of our surroundings and be present in this reality and in this realm. I just feel like if we could come up with some solutions and some creative ideas on how we can balance our online life and our real life, we would all be such happier people. If you're not someone who feels like you struggle with this personally, that's okay. Maybe maybe you have a different viewpoint and I'd love to hear that. However, from what I hear from my friends and my family and online, it's not uncommon to feel negative after you use social media, to feel drained or to feel like you lost all this time, you know, specifically TikTok. Uh, back in the day, there was Vine and Vine was awesome and it was all this just funny comedic content. But now we have TikTok, which is, it could be any type of content. It could be anything catered to you. And that that's a really cool thing that's been created. However, there's a lot of negative effects to that. The main one being, how are you supposed to get off an app when there's endless content, endless things you can watch, endless instant gratification? It's like, if you don't think that that's addictive, then I'm sorry to say, but you might need to do a little bit of research on these apps and the statistics of what it's like to use TikTok and the way you feel after. There's no, it's not a coincidence that you feel like you lost three hours of your day because you did. <laughs> and I'm a victim of this, you know. I didn't like TikTok to begin with, but I've downloaded it and re-downloaded it so many times, always thinking I could have more of a self-control around it and I can't I really like fit me personally I don't know if I can have self-discipline around that app because it is so good at what it does to keep me lured in if I don't physically have a timer to snap me out of it I won't recognize how long I've been on it and that led me to the decision to delete TikTok. I didn't delete my accounts, but I think I might because for right now, I won't say forever, but for right now, my mental health has suffered from feeling like I don't have enough time for other things that are important to me, like music or art or other hobbies that I have or spending time with my family. You know, I don't want to look back and think I spent how many hours on TikTok where it wasn't really benefiting anything in my life. It was just entertaining me. It was a drug, you know, it was giving me dopamine. I've also tried to delete Instagram before and it helped, don't get me wrong, it did help, but it didn't fully fix the problem of self-discipline. And I think that's where I'll lead this next is I've come up with some solutions that I'm going to work on for the next month. And so you can do this with me and we can kind of do it together. You're not alone in this. So I wrote down a list of solutions that I created for myself to have more self-discipline around social media because I feel that I've lost a lot of time on my phone that I would rather be spending doing other things. And so if you feel this way, if you can relate to this episode at all, if you've stayed this far, I'm about to share my solutions to this issue of addiction to social media. I'm going to kind of take this in parts. 
If you're someone that doesn't suffer that much from social media addiction, you have pretty good self-discipline, you know when to put your phone down, you have boundaries with your phone, you already kind of have like your own setup, amazing. The suggestions I would have for you are to set a specific time in the morning. I think your phone has this feature on it where you can set a specific time for downtime. So you can be like, okay, if I wake up at 7 or 8 every day, I don't want to go on my phone till 8.30. And if I want to go to bed at 10, I want to get off my phone by 9 so that I have that downtime right before I go to bed. That's one really cool solution that the iPhone gives you. And, you know, the self-discipline comes with actually following it because since you're an adult, you can click ignore and then you'll still be on your phone. And I've done that a bunch. So you have to actually want it enough to have the self-discipline. Another suggestion I have that I'm gonna work on is trying to stay off your phone for a whole day. So I think I decided on Sundays, like Sundays I'm going to let my family and my close friends know I'm not gonna be on my phone. So if they need to reach me, they can call you know whoever I'm with at the time. But I think it would be really healthy for me to have a full day every week where I just can really be with myself and not feel a pressure or a stress to look at my phone or check social media apps and just to have like a serious break. Realistically, if you have a job or something that demands you being on your phone all the time, I understand that. And so this might not be a solution for you, but I have other ones that I thought of. The next solution that I wrote down was set screen time limits. So on the iPhone, there are screen time limits. You can select certain days, certain times, you can select certain apps, you can kind of you can kind of cater it to what is best for you, which I do like that they give you that option. I think what I did for me is I set, I don't wanna be on my social media apps for more than an hour a day, which is actually really challenging because I've tried that for a week now and it's been really hard but I'm still gonna stick to it because realistically, like why would I need to be on Instagram for longer than an hour? It just doesn't make sense to me. You know, if I have 12 hours in my day, why would I need to be on social media for six of that or whatever, you know, whatever number that it was. So you can set your specific limit on your phone and it will give you that notification. I'm sure many of you have tried this before, just like I have where you set the limits and you're like, oh great, this is gonna be awesome. And then halfway through the day, you're like already through your limit. And so you have to click okay, or you can click ignore. Remind me in 15 minutes. And so I kind of hate that they give you that option. I wish it would almost just lock you out of your own phone because it's almost like hanging a vape or some sort of drug in front of an addict's face and being like, okay, your your time is up. You've done enough today. But then they're just hanging it in your face. How are you supposed to have self-control with that, right? I'm going to work on that and I hope you will as well because in the end, it'll feel so much better to be done with your social media halfway through the day and just focus on the things that really matter to you. Now, obviously this episode might not be for everyone. There are social media influencers. There are people that feel that their lives depend on being on social media. And my answer to that is I understand. I have felt that I need my Instagram for my podcast or I need it for my yoga or I need it for my music. And while it is a great tool for me to share, I don't realistically need to be on it as much as I have been. You know what I mean? It's not it's not um, supporting my livelihood. So if your Instagram or your social media isn't supporting your livelihood, 
then feel lucky because you get to set more boundaries with yourself and you don't have to be on it. You really don't. There's no reason. And your excuses of feeling like you're going to miss out, like those are totally valid. However, you will live without your social media. So another suggestion I have is delete the apps that you don't absolutely use or you don't need. For example, like if you don't use Snapchat anymore, delete it. Delete the distractions, delete the TikTok, delete, just delete any form of entertainment app that you don't feel you need because the less you have, the easier I've noticed for me it is to spend less time on my phone because if I only have Instagram and uh, let's say like YouTube or something, and I don't have TikTok and Snapchat and all these other apps, I tend to check it less because I'm like, okay, I did my time and now I'm done. But when you have all those other apps, I don't know if this is something you do, but I'll just be clicking back and forth from all the apps, refreshing, refreshing, refreshing. And if that's not a sign of addictive behavior, I don't know what is, you know? And it's something that I'm just like personally over. I don't like it in my life. I feel gross after using apps for that long. I don't feel good about myself. And so I'm just like, it's got to go. I've got to come up with solutions around this. I think that's why I felt called to do this podcast today is this is something I'm currently working with. And the whole idea with this podcast was to bring you guys along this journey of self-development and growth. And if you're in the same spot as me, then it's awesome. We can work through this together. So a pretty obvious solution would be to replace the phone time with other hobbies such as journaling, reading a book, crochet, music, surfing, running, anything that you like to do in your free time would be better than being on your phone when you don't need to be because you're going to be entertaining yourself but in a positive way. Because if you think about it, when you're reading a book, yes, it could be considered a distraction or entertainment. But reading a book, you don't feel like gross after but when you're on your phone, you're in, when you're on TikTok for three hours, you feel disgusting. You know, you're like, what the heck did I just do with all my day? If you read a book, at least you can feel like you accomplished something and your brain actually had to slow down and interpret and process words versus like TikTok where your brain is just working in such a different way. If I could give a more clear example, the way I'm going to work on this is when I wake up, I have my morning routine that I focus on. And before I go on social media at all, I get those things done. So that almost like social media is like a reward versus just rewarding myself before I've even done anything. And that's something I've been thinking about a lot is like when we go on social media for hours at a time, we're just getting this instant gratification for nothing. Our, our brain hasn't had to do any work. It literally just clicked on the app. And now there's all this reward and all this dopamine, right? And serotonin. If we accomplish a task like a to-do list or a workout or reading a book, you know, we feel a much more sustainable form of dopamine and just happy hormones. Whatever it looks like to you, I really invite you to start thinking about your phone use and be conscious of your phone use. How much time do I want to be spending on it a day, realistically? How much time do I want to be spending it around friends and family? You know, if I'm going to take my phone out to take a picture at sunset, 
am I going to take a thousand or am I just going to take one and then put it away so that I can enjoy my experience? I think that's something that a lot of us struggle with is when we're around friends, it's like we want to capture the moment and that's awesome. So capture the moment, but then put your phone away and enjoy the actual feeling of being present with your friends and family. So another way you can do this is by prioritizing your boundaries, not eating and looking at your phone, not eating and watching TV. I know this is something I struggle with because it's such a habit to put on a show or YouTube or a podcast while I eat. And while this is like not something you necessarily need to cut out altogether, I think it would be good for both of us, you and I, to just spend a little more time being present with our food and being present with our family and our friends rather than feeling the need to fill our time with distractions that aren't going to be sustainable. So I hope in those solutions you found something that you are going to try this week and let me know how it goes for you. I would love to have a discussion around this topic. I feel like I could talk about it for hours, but I hope that this episode gave you a little bit of insight onto some ways that you can just be more mindful of your phone use and be more mindful of the ways it can be addicting because the first step is always just to be observant and to be aware. Then from there, you can make your own choices and and decide if it's something that would benefit you personally. However, I really do think that as we get more and more into a technological reality that it's so important to have boundaries and balance in our lives. So my challenge for you this week is to pick something off that list to work on, whether it be setting an app limit or replacing your phone time with something more positive in the mornings, you know, just trying it out and seeing how it works for you and noticing and observing the level of addiction you might have to your phone. Maybe it's a little less or maybe it actually is more than you thought. You know, just having that awareness, I think, is the first step. So I hope you guys have an amazing week. And again, feel free to check the podcast out on Instagram at Life Beneath the Shallows and share this podcast with your friends. Also, be sure to subscribe to notifications so that you can get notified when there are new podcasts out. I hope you guys have an amazing day and thanks for tuning in today.